So I was looking back at what was spoken last week, and I talked about Isaiah chapter 6, and I'll just quickly recap it. I don't want to yeah, spend... Yeah, I, I don't want to spend a ton of time, but it, and I'm going to mainly just focus on verse one. It says, in the year of King Uzziah's death, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, lofty and exalted, with the train of his robe, robe filling the temple. And as I was reading, and then it later goes on, it, it talks about like, like that the whole earth is full of his glory you got the angels there you and then but to really focus on verse one i i thought this is cra absolutely crazy is that we i mean this is talking about like a literal temple in heaven i believe that that's what this is talking about but then i also read in the new testament it says we are the temple of god and it's god's will for him to be sitting on the throne of our heart and for our lives to be filled um, with the train of his robe, which is the glory. Uh, yeah. He wants our entire life to be filled by him. Uh, he bought us for a price. It, it's, uh, it, he says that in uh, 1 Corinthians, and therefore like honor the Lord with your body and everything you do in your speech and conduct. Like on, honor the Lord because he, he bought you for a price, a heavy price. And, and it's such a beautiful picture where God desires to live on the throne of our heart and to fill us with his glory. And I would say that's, I mean, I, I talked a, a lot about like different things too. I mean, that, I mean, I mean, we end up talking for like me speaking for a little while and apostle Benny came on and spoke and I mean, it was for probably a couple hours, but yeah, so that, that, that was like the premise of what we talked about is, hey, it's God's will to live on the throne of our heart. And in this week, I am going to be getting a little further. So without further ado, I want to pray because prayer is important. It's everything. And we're just going to get right into this. So, Father, I just want to say thank you for today. I just want to say thank you that we all woke up and I just want to say thank you for this amazing salvation. I want to say thank you that you've been y'all you've been protecting us. You've been taking care of us. You've been providing for us. And I want to say thank you, Lord. And I just ask in your precious name, Jesus, that as we hear this word, that there'd be practical application to it and that it would, it would challenge us, Lord. It would really, really challenge us. And it would it'd be an encouragement, Lord, that you, would, that you would place your courage inside of us, that you would in, you would ignite us, God, to, to do the works which you have for us to do. So I praise you, Lord. I thank you for what you're going to say and do through this. In your precious name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. So before I fully get into this, I know I asked last wednesday and I, I know i know jack you weren't here but maybe you can answer this question but do y'all have a i believe this is the question i asked so since we're like glory carriers and and since the glory of god lives inside of us like we can show it to other people so does anyone have like any examples uh nicole and simone do do y'all have any examples where this past week where 
and specific uh, let me just shut okay i'm not gonna, whatever it's a notification but do y'all have any oh ah i shuffed my video what the heck i clicked one random button and it shut everything off okay so do y'all have any examples of where uh y'all were just able to be jesus to somebody obviously you ain't god but i mean like you were to like show the love of christ to somebody because yeah you're filled with them i mean any examples um, I think this would be okay. I'll go. I was trying to give an advice basically. <laughs> Nobody was talking, so I was like, "All right," I was trying to not be rude and just hop in there, but. Um, I have a friend that um, I'm speaking to, um, except stop, stop. I have a friend that I'm speaking to, and um, he's been having hardships with believing. He's asking me everything from how come, you know, um, God lets all this stuff happen to the world to like, how come my wife is this way? And I'm just like, you know what? Was this, those are just different ranges of topics that we've, that we've spoken about in the past. And um, this week he has been having just a small issue with um with with his work his occupation so i had been telling him when you're trusting all the way in what god is doing and what the plan is that he's doing for your life your main job is to wait so the way that looks is you don't want to look for signs and wonders but you do want to listen for his small voice so he was trying to figure out if he needed to apply for this one job or if he decided to go ahead and just jump on this other job. It didn't really line up with his hours well. He didn't know, you know, if he has visitation with his daughter. That's their, him and his wife's arrangement. And I was just like, I think you should pray on it. And I think you should just yeah. let that speak to you and let him lead you and let him to so just give him the entire situation and let him work it out. Because clearly this is out of your hands and if it's worrying you, you just need to go ahead and pray off the worry. And just, just tell God, I completely surrender the situation to you. I know that you you got it. It's not me, it's you. You know what I mean? Decrease yourself and just let him take over and let him overflow and just let him do it. Just tell him to show up, show out. And he will, like, you know what I mean? Like, just give him that. So he had told me that, um, it's kind of funny. He had told me that he just called me. He was like, it was like 3.20 in the morning. And I was like, hello. <laughs> I was like, he was like, are you up? I was like, yeah, I was actually, I was up studying. But yeah, I was up and he was just like, so you ever heard that song that said you know you lose your job on your day off and i'm like no what and he was like yeah i lost my job on my day off i was like how like what do you mean and he was just like i don't know but then this position had this other position had been calling me for a while and um i had not been answering and i was like okay so i'm speaking baby I'm speaking so he's like they have been calling me but i just had not answered them and um i was like well what did you give them a call back and he's like um well i don't know if i should call the guy i don't even think he remembers me so i was just like just give it a shot go and close my door thank you so he um it's like 8 20 in the morning he says he calls them and the guy answered the phone and was like Oh, such and such and he's like he called me by name he knew who oh, wow. i was he called me wow. by name and i was like oh my goodness and he was like he wanted he said he's been calling me for two weeks and he wanted me to start and i said see and he was like i never would have thought that if i would have just gave the situation 
and just let it all go and just gave it to him that he would have worked it out so fast. And I was like, yeah, just got to give a word it. Of, trust that's him. a word of wisdom right there. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was that, really that, good. It was really happy. That's, wow. That's amazing. It, it, it's, that's so awesome how God can, this, it's simple. I mean, it, it, I mean, but what you did, I mean, I just wrote down a couple notes is like you gave your time and time is like, is, is everything. I mean, like time is, it's one of the most valuable things we got and, and you gave it to him and you're able to give him a word of wisdom. So that's amazing. That is so awesome. Uh, Apostle Benny, I hope you're doing well. Uh, one question I'm asking everyone is talk about how we're filled with the glory. So therefore, since we're filled with the glory, how have we shared that, that glory with other people? How have we shared the love of Christ with other people? Amen. Um, so I'll share one example that happened for me. This is a few days ago. I mean, it was, it was kind of wild because I'm just doing my thing. One of my, I, did, I, I called my friend. And we're just chatting for a bit. And usually we just have like normal conversations, but like this, not, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about God and whatnot, but we'll just talk about life. And, but there just came a point in the conversation where this person doesn't really know much about deliverance. And like, I don't usually, when it comes to like leading a friend through deliverance, I'm like, I don't know, like, that's kind of like, like who doesn't like fully believe in it. I was like, I don't know. And what happened was I, I'm, talking to my friend and they just begin to share just a lot of a, a, like some of the stuff they've been going through. And then the Lord was also just telling me to ask some more questions, like dig a little deeper. So I just found out that my, my friend was dealing with a lot of shame and just a lot of guilt, a lot of condemnation from the past. So at that point I was like, all right, I, I didn't tell my friend that it was a deliverance session because I, I was more so like referred to James chapter five. I, I knew how to administer in that moment because I didn't, like, I didn't have hours. And basically I led my uh, James chapter five. It says, confess your sins to one another and that you may be healed. Like pray for each other and the prayer of the righteous effective. So I'm like, look, I went off that scripture. I'm like, look, I'm like, I'm going to lead you through some prayers, which we do the same prayers when we lead people through deliverance. And then after that, I just began to call out shame. And I was like, you gotta leave. And I got a, um, a text message later that night from my friends saying, oh my gosh, I haven't been better in a long time. This is, this is the best I've felt in a while. I feel awesome. I've been singing, I've been worshiping. I feel so free. And then I text my friend, I'm like, that's deliverance. Amen, hallelujah. But it was just funny because I mean, I'm just over here, not really paying attention. And next thing you know, the Lord's like, all right, deliverance session. And I'm like, okay, God, I'm like, we're going to do this. <laughs> we're going to make this happen. So I don't know. It, I've ran into some situations like that. And uh, like even last night, I got a call from a friend of mine who I went to St. Rose with my college and she was just like, Hey, like I need to talk. And, and long story short, we just ended up having like just an awesome conversation. I, I, I've, when I was at, she's dealt with a lot of like stuff just from mental health stuff, just all for a long time. So I was able to, I was able to talk with her about some things 
and just encourage her and even keep her accountable because there are things which like the Lord, like told me, like I told her years ago, which, um, she's just kind of been like, eh, about, and so I kind of brought those things back up. I'm like, BTW, um, we need to confront this thing called unforgiveness because it ain't confronted yet. I mean, I know we, we talked about this two years ago, but here we are again. So yeah, no, it was, but it was cool to help like be an accountability for my friend and to, it was just, but I, I just made myself available and that's, mm-hmm. I mean, we have to make ourselves available to God and then for other people and that's everything. So Simone, amen. But you got anything, Simone? Your 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 father has many uh, rooms, so uh, I help him feel like what's going on. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no, oh, for real. Um, honestly, nothing as um. No, actually, I have been. I've been displaying the love of God mostly. I guess I've been really listening to people more, especially my brothers and sisters, helping them in their need. You know, when they don't understand something or they don't know nothing, or and I have the knowledge. I was there for them if they needed it. Told her to cry on this speak. You know, I was there for them even when <laughs> a person wasn't being serious and I thought they were like actually in need. <laughs> I ended up like spending time helping them <laughs> through the word of God, and then like, oh no, I didn't need that, and I was like, oh okay, sorry. <laughs> but they'll never I, forget. <laughs> They won't forget. <laughs> but yeah, so that's basically what I've been doing now. Wow. That's wild. Well, you know, the, all right. So you just never know because I, I know some people may make fun of me because I'll come off, I'll be gullible. But when I run into someone who needs help, I don't question even the day it is. I had a friend reach out to me crying on April Fool's Day. And it was so tempting to hang up the phone on him. And be like, nah, man, like, like you're full of crap, but he made some bad decisions at school and he, he almost got expelled and he told me about it. Like he was about to get expelled, like literally on April fool's day, like the worst day. He's not a believer. Like he's kind of a believer, like sort of figuring things out. And, um, and so basically I went over to his house at, at college campus and I prayed for him that the Lord would like drop the chart, like help him drop the charges and that just, I just prayed like the Lord would just clean the slate because why not? And literally, I kid you not, the next day, like the slate was cleaned and he's like, bro, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, he, he was doing some like stupid stuff, like just like signing documents and like, like a big no, no in school. Like it's always like, bro, but on April th- so you never know. I mean, like even when I, I, I just, I, I, I respect that even when people may not always be being serious or maybe it doesn't seem like it's a serious time. I mean, we just got to be ready because, I mean, things don't always look as they seem. So, and that's cool. I mean, listening is everything. I mean, if you're just helping out with homework or whatnot, I mean, you're setting an example and you're, you're showing love. I mean, that's, that's huge right there. That is huge. So without further ado, I'm going to get into this word. I don't think this is uh, Apostle Jamie may be showing up on the Zoom in a little bit, but I'm just going to get right into this. So um, I have some notes 
I don't know if this is going to be crazy long. It, it probably turned more into a discussion. That's what, that's what I'm hoping for more for this one because yeah, you, you'll see when we get there. So just trust me on this. <laughs> trust me on this. Uh, so what does it mean to be filled with God's glory? And I know we just talked about this. You are literally embodied by all who God is. That's what it means when you're filled with God's glory. And the greatest thing we can do is see the Lord uh, more in our life. Like the way we see that, like God move more in our life is through practicing stewardship with obedience attached with honor. And so the reality is like when we're believers, we have like, we have the spirit of the Lord living inside of us and it's amazing. Uh, but we also have this thing called the seat of our appetite, which is our soul. And I, I know we've talked a lot about this in weeks past and I'm kind of doing a brief recap. I, I solely believe in repetition because I'm mean, repetition is the key. Like these are just things that are just important to know. And so while we can have the spirit of the Lord living inside of us, we can also have this thing like the flesh. We can also have our soul. We can have these things that which fight against the spirit and we need to put these things under subjection and it, which requires discipline. But uh, the key to really walking, I would say one of the keys to walk out on this is stewardship, but it, it comes from a place of gratitude and it comes from a place of uh, gravity. Uh, I think that's how you say the word. It comes from a place of like this seriousness or honor. I, that, that would be the main word to use is from a place of honor and from a place of just thankfulness. And it's remembering all who God is and what he's, what he's done and who he is, like who God is. And, and from those two points, like knowing like, like that gratefulness for his love and who he is and that he's good. It should, it should lead us to be like, all right, Lord, I want to steward the good thing, which you gave inside of me, because the Bible says he who began a good work in you is going to complete it to the end. So let's, let's partner with the good work, which. Uh, he said he started in us. Why not? I mean, what's the worst that could happen? And and speaking of what's the worst that could happen, uh, I was, I, I've been getting into like investing lately and investing is a kingdom principle. Amen. Uh, I've been just like studying stocks and, and I've been doing a lot more research on that. And one of the main issues why people lose money and tend to, which is time, time is money. They, and we're going to apply this spiritually too. Don't worry. But a lot of times why people lose out and lose money is because they have the fear of missing out. So what will happen in a stock, for example, is it will be like skyrocketing like crazy and it'll be like way above what you should actually pay for it. But someone says, oh my gosh, like what if it goes up this much more and I miss out and and then they buy in and it drops and they, they lose a ton of money. But I guess what happens in our lives is uh, we, the Lord's like saying to us, like, Hey, like invest this time with me. And, and we say, for example, we might just say, Oh, I'm too tired. And, and I would say, this is one thing for me, if I can just be transparent, like the Lord will sometimes speak to me when I'm tired and I'll be like, Oh my gosh, if I stay up, 20 more minutes with you, Lord. And I do this time, I'm gonna be tired in the morning and then I'm not gonna be able to function 
the way I'm supposed to function and then this and then that and then this and then that or Lord if I give you this um this uh this time then I'm gonna miss out on this I'm gonna miss out on that and what the Lord has shown me and challenged me with is saying hey like give to me seek first after the kingdom of God and his righteousness seek first I'm gonna repeat that not just seek but seek first and all these things will be added on to he'll, he'll provide for your needs. And so, but when we come to God from a place of thankfulness and, and soberness, where we realize like, wow, like he is everything. Uh, you can't, can you, you can't hear me. Can anyone else hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. Um, Jackie can't hear me. Why not? Uh, I hear you. Uh, I think you're frozen. I think she's frozen. I think so too. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Her screen is black. She's usually. Oh, are, 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 you, are, you, are you back? Yeah, I can hear you now. Sorry. All right, what was the last part you heard? Because, like, you froze out. Like, I just looked, I'm like, ah, she's frozen. <laughs> We're making a stupid contest. <laughs> um, the last part that I heard is we're talking about um, how you were investing, or like the oh yeah, yeah, but, but basically we're, we're afraid to miss out on something. Yeah, so I mean, the Lord could be speaking to us to do something, or to give our time to someone else, or to give our all to something, and there might be there's like a fear associated. There can be fear associated with like, oh my gosh, like what's going to happen if i do this because it's an mm -hmm. unknown it's something that it's like uncharted territory it's yeah. when i know we talked about this a couple weeks ago when uh the lord said to abraham he said hey um follow me like go and i'm gonna take you to a place called there and yeah. and it's just like well wait a second where's there like ah like i don't yeah. like it, it can be like when, but when we realize the goodness of god when we when we get into the the gratitude when we get into the thankfulness you're getting me excited apostle benny like see your face you popped on you're like all right this is getting good you're like all right it's time to get on i'm like all right bet but when we get into a place of gratitude when we realize the goodness of god we can we can fully trust in him to say you know what like I'm not going to fear of missing out. I'm not going to fear of what could happen because your word says is that when I trust in you, all my pa all the past are loving kindness. And that word loving kindness means um th this is this is what it means. It means it's it, the past are full of favor. They're full of faithfulness. They're full of loyalty. They're full of mercy. They're full of kindness. They're full of devotion. Uh, deeds of devotion. So the, the pastor of the Lord, they, 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 they show for themselves. So it's not just all like hearsay, but there's doing attached to it. Uh, so we don't have to fear. We don't have to live in fear. We don't have to live in worry when the Lord says, all right, I need you to give this up, or I need you to go do this, or I need you to go talk to this individual, or I need you to make this transition. Well, I need you to pray for this person and, and specifically pray this because I, I said this last week and I'll say it again. Like God ain't out here to uh, bring you to shame and to embarrass you. I mean, when the Lord speaks to you, he wants to use you. I mean, the fact that we've been given authority under heaven, that the father gave all the authority to Jesus and Jesus gave authority to us. 
He gave us the same authority which is placed upon him to go out and share the good news, to preach the gospel, to be ambassadors. When you're an ambassador, you are a direct representative. That means like you can go out and you can share this, the word of God in the same manner, the same tone, the same authority that Jesus did. We can perform the same miracles that Jesus did. Obviously, like we can't forgive people's sins. I mean, we can't do that portion. I mean, that 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 ain't that ain't for us to do. I mean, we can forgive others, but we can't. Yeah, and y'all know that. But um, but we it, we have this awesome. But when we realize the goodness of God, and that's why we need to live in a place of gratitude, because oftentimes we don't. It's one way to steward the gift of God. The gifts of God is if we ain't grateful, like like. I th this uh, happened recently, but my, um, my, my parents, like my, well, my grandma passed away recently and she gave uh, my parents like some inheritance money or whatnot. And then my parents decided to give it to me. And at first I was like, Oh, thank, like, thanks a bunch. And I wasn't like, uh, and then like two seconds later, I'm like, wow, like my parents are being like generous. So I just like, I, I just thank them. Like, it wasn't just like a one-time thing. Like I thanked them like several times and I was just, and I've tried to like, and, and honor them. I'm like, wow, like they're, they're awesome. And like, and continue to remember the goodness of my parents. And it's the same way with God. I mean, like this, everything that we have, it's like, thank you, Lord, that you entrusted me with this. Thank you, Lord, for the house. Thank you, Lord, for the job. Thank you, Lord, for the relationships. Thank you, Lord, for my kids. I don't have kids, but thank you, Lord, for my future kids. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, um, no, thank you so much. It was, it was crazy. And uh, I know she's in a better place. Praise the Lord, but it still sucks. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, but I just been like, that's, what's been my heart lately is like, wow, God, you've entrusted me with all of this and I have an awesome family. Like, and I know eventually I'll have my own future, awesome family, but the Lord's like entrusted us with so much. And from that place of gratefulness, which, which that, uh, gratefulness brings a soberness of like, wow, I've been entrusted with all these things. You trust me with all this. So Lord, help me steward it. Help me. Help, help me steward it. Amen. Amen. Help, help me steward it, Lord, because I, I, how, and God, give me the strategies. Give me the tactics. Give me the wisdom to steward my time. Give me the strategies to steward my house. Uh, give me the strategies to steward the relationships which you placed in my life. I, um, we, we need it. Um, help me occupy the time. I don't, Lord, I don't want to procrastinate and, and waste the time which you gave me. I don't, Lord, I don't just want to hide the talents which you gave me under and dig it and put it under the earth like the wicked servant did. I don't want like, Lord, in the future, when I have kids, when I have a family, I, I don't just want to just see my kids and, and kind of not be able to have an influence on their life and be like, all right, they'll figure out on their own. Or I don't like even with my house stuff. I mean, I was given an awesome place. I want to use it for the glory of God. I don't just want to be like, all right, thanks a bunch and do whatever I want with my house. And rather than using the gifts and like and using the plans, which God has for my house, like I don't want to waste that investment, which God placed in me because he gave me a blessing. But what am I going to do with the blessing? 
He, I mean, he's going to give me a future family. What am I going to do with it? The Lord's given me finances. What am I going to do with it? Am I going to hoard it for myself or am I going to invest it properly? Whether it's actually could be like actually like investing like in the stocks or whatever. It could be in like stuff like that. The Lord's like, Hey, okay, I'll do that. I'll, this is what you told me to do. Or you invest into other people. It's like, all right, Lord, who do you want me to help out today? Who do you like how you live inside me, the benefactor anointing, the, the benefactor lives inside of me. So father, like, what do you, what do you want me to do? Like, how do you want me to store this stuff? And I want to get into some practical application, how we can store things. And this is one thing that the Lord's been challenging me with is I, per, this is for myself. I don't know if this, this will apply to y'all, but this is one thing the Lord's been showing me is that for every area in my life, um, whether it's like, I need to, I need to surround myself with masterful instructors. I need to surround myself with people. Not only that people who I can pour into, I can surround, I need to surround myself with, with people who are going to keep me accountable. And I need to surround myself with community, community with God, but also community with others. And so for example, this morning, the reason why I didn't get a lot of sleep, I mean, first of all, it was the coffee that kept me up all night, but I ended up waking up at six in the morning because usually I'll be real with y'all. I just wake up in the morning at like 7:45. I, I get ready real quick and I rush out of the house. And like, that's just like, that's just how it has been for me because wake up in the mornings has been a dread for me. Like, I just like, I, I once I'm up, I'm good, but I usually have nothing going. Like I have nothing to look forward to. I'm not like, I don't have anything planned or committed to. So, uh, like this morning there was a Bible study, uh, elder at my old church was doing a Bible study in North Carolina with some brothers in Christ. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like here's an opportunity for me to wake up in the morning and to steward the time that God gave me. Fantastic. And it was something as simple as, okay, I I'm going to commit to going to this. And while I'm not going to get as much sleep, I'm going to lose about an hour and a half of sleep. God's going to take care of it. And I'm going to be blessed and learn and grow. And just from waking up, I mean, that, that really helped shape my day of just, all right, Lord, I'm going to give you this time and I'm going to occupy this. And even with, so it's, because oftentimes we, uh, Apostle Jamie said this, yes, or Apostle Jamie, Jimmy, whatever you like to call him. I mean, we say, uh, he said this yesterday. Um, a lot of us, I mean, especially like people who we met off TikTok, uh, a lot of us like, like you'll see the same people, like they're on scrolling for hours and hours and hours each and every single day. So, and I've, I've done this too. I mean, and the Lord's convicted me and I've been like, wow, like that's not how God wants me to use my life. Uh, like the Lord doesn't want me to spend my life watching six hours of, of a TV series that isn't really glorifying him. God doesn't like, God doesn't want us to do like, like that's not his desire. Will I mean, he, if we would just give him the time and say, Holy spirit, what do you want to do today? And it's like, all right, maybe the Holy spirit says, I want to like, maybe one of y'all are supposed to learn a musical instrument. And the Lord is just like, all right, like I, I want you to start learning how to do this. And it's like, okay, I have, and I know granted some days are freer than other others, but I have a busy schedule, but I mean, there's times I'll have five hours free 
And it's like, all right, what am I going to do with this time given to me, this gift, which I don't always have. And it, it's like, am I just going to just waste it? Or am I going to do what God wants me to do with it? Am I, am I going to fill my life with the glory of God, which the glory of God includes the ideas, includes the wisdom, includes the practical application of the, of the word of God. Am, am I going to fill my life with the living word of God? Because when the Lord gives an instruction, that means that's a living word. I mean, a living word for your life, a plan that God has for you. So I'm just going to use a guitar, for example. Let's just say the Lord um, wants me to play the guitar. Maybe it's before you get home, you say to yourself, okay, like this is this is my objective when I get home. This is what... I'm going to do. Maybe you don't own a guitar. So maybe your first step is, all right, I need to um, go online and I need to maybe watch a YouTube video on like maybe just the basics on guitar, or maybe you could order a guitar online, or maybe uh, you could go to a guitar shop and buy one or, but it's like, it's always like moving forward. It's like, all right, you, you Lord, do you want me to learn how to play? So if you want me to learn how to play, then the first step, is, I mean, unless the Lord tells you to pray and someone's going to give you an instrument. Um, but if the Lord told you to get a guitar, it's like, all right, perfect. You give me instructions in order to play guitar, you need a guitar. I mean, there's no other, there's no way around it. So it's like, all right, like, like getting the instrument. But, but it, what I'm saying though, is there, there's a step to it. Um, for example, for my for myself, I want to, like the Lord's been telling me to get connected with a, with a different niche community. So it's like, all right, if I'm going to do that, I need to reach out to my friends who are in these niches. And it's like, all right, Lord, like these are the people who you want to, you want me to be around and you want me to work with. And so it's saying, all right, like, I'm going to take the step. I'm going to be intentional with my time. I'm not going to worry about like you already gave me the instruction, Lord. And I prayed. I'm like, all right, Lord, help me do this. Give me the wisdom. We already got through that portion. We got through the praying port portion. We got through the instruction portion, but now it's the doing. And we might say, oh my gosh, like, like I'm afraid of missing out. Or what if this isn't exactly what God wants me to do? And we, but then we begin to analysis paralysis things. And then we begin to become like that, the evil, wicked servant who's like, oh my gosh, like I know my master's harsh and, and what if I made the wrong decision and what, if, and then we end up burying. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to do nothing. I'm going to do nothing with my time. I'm going to do nothing with my life because I don't want to, I don't want to screw it up. And, and then the master comes back and he looks at everyone else and they invested and they invest in other people. They invested into what the, he told them to do and, and it, it worked out. But then we over here sitting and we're like, Hey Lord, like I didn't want to screw things up because like, God forbid, like, like I know you're really harsh and mean and whatever. And I didn't want to screw things up. So I, here's what you gave me. I'm going to, I didn't do anything with it. And I understand like the principle of giving back to the Lord, like the Lord gives us something and we give it back and you say, the Lord gives us, but I mean, that's also an investment too. It's one thing to, um, like, yeah, it's one thing to like give back to the Lord, but it's another thing just to bury something and be like, all right, like I give it to you, Lord. Like, no, that's not giving like what, what is like, that? no, that's not giving. 
So, uh, so how are you stewarding the gifts which God has placed inside of you? Has God given you the gift of healing? How are you using this gift? I mean, are you, um, with the finger quotes, yes, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, <laughs> uh, the finger quotes. Uh, but how are we stewarding the gifts of God like that? And we got to ask ourselves that, and this should be a repetitive cycle, even getting to the routine, because those don't have routines. I mean, obviously like Holy Spirit can like disrupt things. He's a disruptor. And you, like sometimes, and you can be like, Hey, I'm doing a new thing. Get ready. Uh, but we, we like successful people, they have like routines. It's like, all right, I, they, they're able to manage their time properly and prioritize things. And so it's like, all right, this is my routine every single day. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to thank the Lord for everything he's given me. And from that thankfulness, I'm going to realize every single day that the Lord has entrusted me with so much. And therefore from that place of entrustment, I'm going to pray that the Lord would show me how to st steward everything he's given me. Lord, I, I pray that you would help me not be conceited because when we're conceited, that means our, our vision gets cloudy. It means we begin to make cloudy judgments. It means that we then we go through a continual cycle of bad decision-making. So a lot of us live in, in a continual cycle of bad decision-making because we've allowed ourselves to become puffed up. We've gotten to the clouds. We ain't, we ain't on the hill of the Lord. We, we in the clouds and we can't see nothing. And we just like, all right, we say we see, but then we can't actually see as the Pharisees said. And so we need the grace of God. We need the goodness and mercy of God to say, like, we need the goodness and mercy of God to be like, Lord, help me steward everything you've given me because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to steward this properly. Or like, I keep on trying to do things on my own understanding. I keep, Lord, you, you bless me with this place. You bless me with these relationships. You bless me with this business. You bless me. The Lord blesses us. That's what the Bible, like the Bible says, he, like, like blessed are those blessed are those like he'll, he'll bless us. But how are we stewarding these things? And oftentimes we, we don't get like, we don't increase in our life because we don't, we're not passing the tests in our life. We're not we're like when the Lord, the Lord will test us and say, Hey, like, are you going to give everything to me? Are, are you going to invest into my kingdom first above everything? Are we, are you willing to lay down the things that are most important to you? Because oftentimes uh, we, the, the Bible says is that when we try to hold on to things that those who try to gain the whole world loses their soul. And like the more we try to like try to save our life, means like we're going to lose it. But when we just decide to give our life to Lord and say, all right, Lord, I'm dying. That's when we begin to live. So when we become to the, when we be, when we come to the end of ourselves and say, all right, Lord, like I'm done trying to steward things, my own understanding and my own wisdom and carnality, uh, Lord, help me, help me steward this because I know how I'm using my time does not honor you. And you, and, and going back to the whole thing where like we need to be thankful every single day for the things that God's given us. And from that place of thank, even forgiveness of sin. I mean, if y'all can't think of something to be thankful for God for, then I need y'all to reread the Bible because he 
forgave you of all your sins. He's here to, by, your, by his stripes you are healed. He was pierced for your transgressions. Uh, he, he came to deliver people from the demonic. He, he came to deliver people from depression, anxiety, fear. Perfect, his perfect love cast out all fear. He wants to do a good work inside of you. It, the Bible says, behold, I'm going to do new thing. Do not think like, do not like be concerned about the things of the past because I'm doing a new thing. He wants it. Like there's so many things that, that we can be grateful for and that God's going to entrust us with. And that's when it brings us to the, the gravity. It brings us to the seriousness. It brings us to the reverence. It brings us to the fear of the Lord. It brings us to the honor of wow, God with, with, with this uh, great blessing comes a great responsibility and great power comes great responsibility. Lord, help me. So it, but it takes discipline and instruction to get to this point. And that's why we have digital church. We need people to keep us accountable. Last week I asked, Hey, like get ready to text me and, or, and be prepared to come this week and tell me, Hey, how did God use you to bless another person? Because if the glory of God lives inside of you, then there should be that benefactor anointing coming over your life to bless other people constantly. It may not happen every single second. I'm not saying that because like, I mean, but it, it can happen. It happens a lot more than we think. Even in the times where we, we least expect it, God can use us mightily, but it takes instruct. It takes an instruction and discipline. Uh, the Holy spirit is the great teacher. Uh, like I said last week too, the Holy spirit lives inside of all of us and he's a great teacher. So the Holy Spirit will reveal things to me to share with y'all. And it could be vice versa. The Holy Spirit could have something, a word on y'all's heart to share with me. I mean, like the Holy Spirit works differently inside each person. And we hear Holy Spirit. Um, some people have a harder time hearing the Lord in certain areas of life than others. That's okay. We got the body of Christ. And that's why we're here to keep each other accountable. Praise the Lord. But like I said, it takes this thing called discipline to steward things because stewarding isn't always easy because it requires consistency. I'm going to say that one more time. Stewardship requires consistency. It, it It's not good enough just to be like, all right, well, I mean, obviously like, there's grace. There's a grace associated with following the Lord and he's not just, there's no, therefore there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, those who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So we got that, but it, like discipline, it's a consistency. Every single day, I'm gonna I'm gonna decide to wake up and say thank you, Lord, for everything you've given me, and I'm gonna realize everything you've given me in this life, and I'm not going to waste it. I'm not gonna waste the call which you placed upon my life. I'm not gonna waste these things because, Lord, if you spoke it, then therefore that's that's the plan you have for my life. There's a book in heaven written in my life, written about my life of the things you have planned for me, Lord, and I believe that and I received that and. And I, I believe, I declare and decree that from this moment forward, that when one day when I get to heaven, like I'm going to see that book of my life. And if y'all don't believe there's books in heaven about you, I mean, there's many books. I mean, God's a, God keeps records of things. I mean, he, 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 he's bigger than we think he is sometimes. But I mean, I want one day I, I, I want to get to heaven and hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Like I want like, like you did what I had you to do. And I know sometimes it gets tough because we're going to go through trials, tests, and tribulations where everything inside of us is going to say, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And we're, or, or the past is going to come back or the nostalgia is going to come back and say, you know what? Like, yeah, I should be stewarding my mind, but 
what if I think about this or what if I do that? And, but what we have to encourage ourselves with is we said this yesterday is the time is the enemy's enemy. The, the enemy only gets a certain amount of tests, trials, and tribulations. They only last a certain amount of time. So while stewarding like the gifts of God, there can be a lot of temptation to say, you know what? Like, nah, you don't need to do that. I mean, or, oh, you're, you're doing too much. Come on. Like you're doing weight. And I've heard, I've had people say that to me and I've allowed those individuals to discourage me from following God fully, but I've had to make a decision now in my life to say, you know what? Like when people try to tell me they do the, like, you know how people do the thing like oh you're doing too much like you can't like 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 oh like that that's just a little extreme don't you think or well that doesn't make any sense and it's like well, wait a second our mind obviously like keep people keep us accountable but who are we allowing to keep us accountable that's another message but yeah i mean who are we allowing to speak over our life do we truly believe that all the past of the lord are loving kindness because if we did if we believe that loving kindness means loyalty uh, uh devout um deeds or um deeds of devotion if we believe that god was devoted to us then why are we not trusting in him why why so what time is it it, it is uh, 7 59 i want to read this uh this uh this uh passage of scripture and it is apologies one second pasta texted me i didn't see it uh sorry pasta. i didn't check my phone i'm like ah but uh in this isn't i know we've read psalms 32 a couple weeks ago and I mainly focus on like the, the first portion about like, blessed are those who are forgiven. And I, I related that to Isaiah chapter six, but I didn't focus as much on the later portion. And on the later portion, it says this, I will instruct you. Let's say it one more time. I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you should go. I will counsel you with uh, my eye upon you. Do not be as the horse or as the mule, which have no understanding, whose trappings, uh, in, I, I can't read what I wrote. I'm just going to read the, I'm going to read the scripture itself. Cause I'm over here trying to read what I wrote. And sometimes my writing can be questionable, like all of ours, all of our writing, but it says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Do not be as the horse or as the mule, which have no understanding, whose trappings include bit and brittle to hold them in check. Otherwise will not come near to you. Otherwise they will not come near to you. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, loving kindness shall not and might that's, um, but he who trusts in the Lord, loving kindness shall, it's a decree. This will happen. Loving kindness shall surround him or her. So be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous ones, and shout for joy, all you who are upright in heart. So that's the biggest thing is Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, God is our great instructor. It says Jesus, I mean, Holy Spirit is a great teacher. He's the great instructor. And we need to 
not be so thick headed sometimes. Sometimes we get caught up in, oh my gosh, like if I do this, then I'm not going to be able to do that. It's the fear of missing out. It's why people who invest lose money is because they live in fear constantly. They live in analysis paralysis. It's like, well, if I do this, then what if this happens? Or what if that happens? And what if I give God everything? Then what's going to happen with my life? What is it going to look like? And we allow the uncertainty. We allow the fear of the unknown. We allow where God, God's trying to take us to there, but we don't want to go to there because we want to stay right where we're at. And we can't, God wants to deliver us from this. I mean, to set us free from this, the fear of constantly feeling like we're going to miss out because we're never missing out when we're, when we're in the will of God, never. So if the Lord tells you to stay up and say, Hey, I gave you this life. I give you 24 hours a day. I give you seven days a week all the time. Then I need you. Give me the, this five minutes, wake up a little earlier or I, or schedule something like that, that will glorify me. Or I don't want, like, I, like, I want you to learn this. So occupy that time, occupy the land. Think of land as time a little bit, how like you got to occupy it. Otherwise it's just going to overgrow. I mean, I got a backyard. I, I cut down some trees in my backyard on, on a, sat a few Saturdays ago and I just left it there. And what began to happen is when I left it there, I was like, all right, I need to get a garbage can, like a garbage to put all my, the, like the, the branches in. And I didn't have that. So I just left it there and I left it there for a couple of weeks. And what began to happen is the grass began to grow out. Um, some of the grass died because uh, the, the tree branches were on my grass. And then I went back there and I mean, who knows animals could be getting in there. I don't know. I mean, I, I saw a spider and I freaked out when I was like, but a couple of days ago, I was like, you know what? Like, Lord, you gave me this place. You entrusted me with this place. Yeah, I cut down these branches, but I moved them to the side. So I wasn't killing my grass. But oftentimes with our life, that's what happens. I mean, we, we start something and then, and we just leave it there. And what begins to happen is next time we, we don't finish or we don't follow through. So what begins to happen is not only is that thing being delayed, and things are like your things are getting worse, but then it's killing the other things you're supposed to do as well. So because I didn't take care of the, the trees, then my grass began to overgrow. And then I wasn't able to, then trees began to sprout in my backyard because um, I couldn't use the lawnmower to run over the tiny little trees. Uh, like they're like tiny, this big, they went from like this to this. I'm like, ah, it's like, but when we don't like steward things properly, things will get crazy real quick. I mean, they'll like, it'll be like, it's like exponential really. And it will show over time. It's like, all right. Um, like you'll have like a trees will be like this for a minute. And next thing it'll be like this and they'll be like this and like this. And they just keep on expanding. And, but when we, when the Lord tells us to do something and we say, all right, like we just start it but then we don't make any intentions to finish it or we don't surround ourselves with the right accountability or the right community to be successful. We're just going to see ourselves constantly starting things and never finishing. We're going to see ourselves constantly, which I mean, when you don't have people in your life to like keep you accountable and to encourage you and in the things which you're supposed to be doing, 
it can be become discouraging. Uh, uh, yes, redeeming the time because the days are evil uh, has been in my mind lately as well. But this is how we redeem the time. It's saying, you know what? Uh, one of the key ways to redeem the time is to not let like the things overgrow in our life. It's to confront things like what time needs to be redeemed? What time allocated to X needs to be allocated to Y? And it's, we need to really begin to think about these things and allow the Holy Spirit to convict us because some of us have been wasting our time for way too long. And the Lord's saying, imagine if you gave me a month, give me a week of your time and imagine the growth that you experience in your life. Imagine, imagine. But again, I don't want y'all just imagine like there needs to be a doing to this. Don't just like leave this afterwards and be like, oh, I can only imagine. Like, like we, I ain't asking you to sing the song. I'm asking you to live your life in a manner that says I'm going to reconcile the time that I'm going to redeem the time. I meant to say not reconcile, but redeem the time. I'm going to redeem the time. And this is the plan how I'm going to do it. So that's, that's mainly what I have to share today. I don't have um but i'll say this i'm gonna close on this and then if if anyone has anything else to say we'll, we'll talk for a few I'm, I'm down for it we'll pray we'll pray we're gonna confront this thing of fear of missing out or the fear of what if like we're, I, I i know we've i i find like people have had fear cast out on their life many times in this group uh but i will say that fear comes in different dimensions so i mean Sometimes you could just have like a fear of like, of like, oh my gosh, like when I had to walk outside, like what's going to happen to me? So some people have the fear of that. I mean, fear works differently for everyone. So, I mean, you could get delivered of one fear, but then that doesn't mean that all fear is gone. So, I mean, you could have, um, yeah, I don't know if that makes sense or not. I, I, I think that's self-explanatory. So, oh, fear of success. Ooh, that's like that that's a real thing yeah i i mean i i i get it i mean we and we all have different battles and and no one's hating on you thank thanks for sharing that because i mean like we all have different fears of like oh my gosh like and it doesn't look it looks different for everybody but it, they're real things and but i'm gonna end on this and i, I I wrote this down. It's those who I'm, I'm going to read like this scripture verse to like, I would, I would say best associates with this, but the desperate receive deliverance. Those who come to the end of themselves and say, I can't do this anymore. I can't, I don't want to live another day doing this. And the scripture associated with this is blessed are those who are hungry and thirsty. Uh, I'm, butchering it i i I remember that part but i it's okay i'm being too hard on myself (laughs) so it says blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be satisfied they shall so that righteousness being like jesus christ i mean is the righteousness and allowing god to live inside of us i mean it's it's so much more than just um, like, oh, not sinning, because sometimes that's what we like. That is a big that is a, a portion of it where it's just like, all right, righteousness is 
is becoming like is becoming spotless it's becoming like it's a it's having jesus christ live inside of you who is a spotless lamb but when uh we begin to like become like more and more holy in our life um like you'll like obviously like we'll stop like doing the form of things but then we'll begin to do new begin there'll be new beginnings in our life there'll be things which we didn't do in the past which now we are presently doing and so going back to the fear of success i mean like you're hungry for the righteousness of God and the righteousness of God is for the Lord to use you in a mighty way for the Lord, for you to be successful spiritually, for you to accomplish the mission that God has for your life. So if you are thirsty for that righteousness, if you are thirsty for the good and hungry for the, the for the goodness of God to, to trans pass over your life, I'm not even sure if that's the right word, but for the goodness of God, just to flood your life so you can accomplish everything he has for you, then it's time to, we need to begin to declare and decree things so that it may be established. We may, we must declare and decree the vision that God has emplaced inside of us. We must, we must, we must, we must, we must. I, I think um, on a success part for me, it's been, I don't want to get up so high that, you know, Get, start getting called false or something like that or I represent God incorrectly so I, that's where my success thing comes so if I stay at a certain level then I don't have to worry about you know what I mean but he's always put major opportunities in front of me and I was like oh if I do this and you know and I don't represent you right then you know you only get one shot and you know I can ask for forgiveness but I still walk out and I still represent the kingdom and a quote that yep. came to me was somebody well it was a TikTok but it was in somebody's life you are the representation of christ so for that it was just always like it's literally always been that for me like oh god if i represent you wrong you know what i mean or or if i if somebody walks away from something that i've said or I'm, you know from from you for something that i've said or done you know that's on me so I was like okay let me just minimize myself to this level over here <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean and they say type thing so that thank you for sharing that i mean that um this isn't to hate on you whatsoever i'm thank thank you for sharing that but like you said i mean you said you could only go so high because you felt if you went too high then you would fall so it's like um y'all are getting ready for my uh my illustrations my stick figure things so let's just say okay <laughs> So imagine if you had a building like this, can y'all see that it's got a high top, but a, but a, a weak, small foundation. So if you got something like that, it's going to fall. And so we have to ask ourselves, you bring up such a good point, Nicole, what is our foundation on? Because you, like you said it correctly. If, if you go up too high and you try to do so much on a bad foundation, then you're going to fall. You're going to fall hard. I mean, if, because the Bible says, the Bible says, I just want to say that in Matthew chapter seven, that all of the ground is sinking sand. So when we build our, our life on fear or our own expectations or what other people have to say about us, we're only going to be able to get so high because it's only going to take a single word from another person to make us collapse. It's only going to take a single word that is spoken that we hear inside of our head to say, we're, we're, we're going to go like and crash and burn like it like it there's instability when 
when the Lord is not our foundation. Because if you got a foundation like this, that's skinny, that's tiny, what's going to happen is anything that blows on it is going to crush it. You're going to be like a wave in a sea, in the sea where it's just back and going up and down, 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 up and out, up and out. <laughs> but for real though, I mean like, like it's just up and down all over the place, no consistency. And that's just not how the Lord desires us to live. Simone, you got something to say? I know you didn't text in the chat, but what 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 are you thinking, Simone? Not if you're there or not, but um, when when if oh, you, yeah. I want to hear you got to say, Simone. I don't know why something inside me was like, you no, know call it Simone. Like, what's going on? Like, what's Simone thinking about? No, I agree with you. It's absolutely right. Like, um, the best thing to do is to just keep on going. Like, God reassures us. The word reassures us. We can't be, like, it's an honest fear, I guess, in a way, but it's it's not good to fear like that because at the end of the day, you don't know those opportunities, who's, who's like, God's going to use to, like, save. Like, maybe you can save somebody in the opportunity, right? Like, maybe God is reaching millions of people. Maybe it's reaching one person, okay? But, like, you can't be afraid of those opportunities because that's the only reason you were born to be honest is to do his will so we just have to um you know just push through that and perfect love casts out all fears so when we know that we are loved and that there is no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus who are walk who walk by the spirit we can just keep on going and we will you know we'll pray and we'll ask him is this your will for me to do this promotion is your will for me to do this then if it is then i'm gonna go do it there's just mm -hmm. no other way we can we can live. We can't do that. We can't afford it. That's good. You said, um, what are we going on? I, the, um, I know God isn't a juice, but what's your juice? Like that. That's kind of like what's your like what what's what what what's your energy? Like what um, like yeah. What is like keeping you going in life? And but our foundation needs to be on the goodness and mercy of Jesus Christ. When we allow goodness and mercy to be, I mean, obviously Jesus Christ is like our foundation. Um, but associated with that is, is goodness and mercy. And again, like you, you said, Simone, thank you for saying it. You said, keep on going. And so when I think I keep on going, that means consistency every single day. So you know what? Don't place too much. Like, don't be so hard on yourself in the next week. Um, but every single day, there needs to be a level of consistency where you wake up in the, and I challenge everyone. I'm, I'm going to do this too. I, I pray that we all hold each other accountable on this, but I need, if anyone has like a pen and paper, write this down. Um, I don't fully know what I'm going to say yet, but I'm going to write it down as I go to, or maybe someone could like type in the chat and transcribe what I'm about to say. Um, all right. So every single day in the morning. And or throughout your day, this throughout your day, this or like actually, sorry, I'm this is all over the place, but I'm just gonna say this. Like begin to ask the Lord though, all the time, whether it's in the morning, afternoon, evening, or all three of those occasions, or whenever the Lord tells you to do this, consistently begin to praise him. Uh th there is a principle to praising the Lord. There there is a principle. So begin to praise the Lord for every like begin to name the things which God has placed in you or the things that God has done in your life. Begin to, and repetition like keep like every single day. If you if you thank God for the same thing every single day, that's okay. That's great. And and from that position of thankfulness, from that position of love, what 
y'all need to begin to do and including myself is thank you lord for these things how do you want me to steward it how how lord show me the way show me the way show me the way god open up and pray specifically god give me opportunities to use x y and z if you have kids uh lord give me the opportunity to instruct or teach my kids something applicable uh lord give me the opportunity to uh, spend time with my kid in, in a quality way. Lord, help me foster that relationship. How, Lord, show me, how do I foster it? Lord, give me the instruction in, in the way that I should do this. If it's a, um, a business, Lord, thank you for this, this business idea. Or thank you for this business. How, what's next, Lord? Um, do I keep on writing things out? Lord, show me what I should research or, or bring into remembrance, Lord, the people that I can get connected with who are, who are very knowledgeable about this subject. Um, so as we begin, to, it's like, all right, Lord, I'm thankful for this area. This is how I'm going to strategically store it, uh, steward it. I'm going to pray about it. And specifically, y'all got to get specific in your prayers. So like begin to ask the hows, how how do I steward um, X, Y, and Z? Show me, Lord. And I gave y'all like a list of ideas. Like um, you could pray a prayer, for example, uh, Father, ask in the name of Jesus, help me steward my relationship with my daughter. Um, give me, if it's on your, Lord gives us the desires of our heart. So maybe you've had a desire where you want to be more of like, you really want to like impart into your kids more. So it's saying, Lord, give me opportunities where show me what I should impart into my kids. Show me what I should instruct my kids in. How should I train them? That it's not just about like, oh, do this, don't do this, do this. But like, I want, I want to teach you something there. Like I want like, like, and it's a way of building relationship or maybe the Lord's placed a coworker in your life and you say, father, ask in the name of Jesus that you'd give me the opportunity to, and, and to give my, give time to this individual to, to just give them everything I got and just to be there for them or Lord. Um, it's like for one, one example for me is I've had a, for years, I've had a, um, I've had a desire to one day be like a chaplain of, of some sort. And so, Lord, I, I ask that you'd give me opportunities to minister and be around those who are grieving so I can comfort them and use the gift of healing, which you place inside of me. Um, Lord, help me. Like, I want to steward this gift of, of um, like healing, which you place inside of me through helping people go through times of difficulty. So, Lord, and for example, I had a friend who overdosed recently and he died. And it really sucks. And I know his family, I, he was a childhood best friend. And so one thing the Lord's had me do is steward that relationship with his parents where thank you, Lord, that I still have a relationship with his parents. And I have an, I have an opportunity to be an impact, a conduit for healing. So when I found out, I went over there and I used my time, I stewarded it properly. And I said, and I went over and prayed for them and I talked with them and, and I just shared my love with them and my love for Tim who passed away. And I've been over there a couple other times since then, but it's, it's like, all right, Lord, these are all the things you entrusted me with. Like, 
in this particular weeks, God could trust you with different relationships with than others. Some relationships come and go. Others are more consistent. Some could be for a six month period. Some could be for a lifetime. My grandma was friends with someone for 75 years. I don't know how that's even possible, but that that's wild. But I mean, like you never know how long your relationships are going to be. So store them properly and wisely and the Lord will bless you. He will. So that's all I have to share. That was on my heart. I, I'm not going to say, I, I do hope, but I also know this word was a blessing to y'all. I know it was because it was a blessing to me. Um, but it's all about stewardship. That's let's get down to nitty gritty and let's, all right, Lord, like you giving me this, how do I do like begin to really break it down? Like, all right, Lord, thank you for X, Y, and Z. Now, what do you, like God's already, I know, let, let me be real here. I mean, be, I'm going to close on this. Like the Lord's placed things on your heart to do or to reach out to people. And, and sometimes we ignore it, but I know the Lord's spoken things to y'all concerning individuals. Like I know sometimes we just like bury it deep down inside where it's like, I desire to have a relationship with, with like my kids or I desire, I, I keep on saying kids for some reason, but, or I desire to um, do better at work in this area or help me be more compassionate Lord in, in these particular situations or, and so Lord, show me how to, or lead me to the rock that is higher than mine. I'll say that Lord, lead me to something because clearly the way I'm doing it ain't working. So once you begin to ask these things, the Bible says like, ask for wisdom and don't doubt because he who doubts like ain't going to get the wisdom. Um, that was a paraphrase, but if y'all want to read it, it's in James chapter one. I mean, that he freely, he lavishly gives out wisdom, but we got to receive and do so we can't be afraid. So I'm just going to pray for everyone about, um, fears. Um, I saw the fear of success. Um, I would say, I would say for myself, I would really say I need deliverance from the fear of missing out and the fear of like, um, like almost like the, like the fear of like, that things are just going to get worse. If, if sometimes if I obey the Lord, like if I, if I step a little later and obey the Lord, then um, I'm not, I'm going to be tired or like, it's kind of like, like when the Lord, so I, I need deliverance from that. I mean, I'm not sure if anyone else wants to share what they need deliverance from fear of, um, like what type of fear they need deliverance from. But, um, yeah, I'd love to pray for y'all and for myself and for y'all. Cause we all need prayer. Amen. So I'm guessing no one else, maybe I'm just going to pray about fear and I'm going to pray. Y'all know in your hearts what you're fearful of. Amen. And um, we're just going to confront these things. So, Father, I just want to say thank you for bringing us all here today uh, with you, Lord. And, Father, we just confront fear right now. The fear that has come over the people of God. The, the fear of success. The fear of missing out, Lord. The, these two particular fears which have kept the people of God at subdue. Which has kept us at just like at this low level, not being able to get higher because 
every time we try to get higher, we feel like we're falling. So Lord, we, I just pray for your perfect love to come in right now in the name of Jesus. I mean, to cast out this fear right now in the name of Jesus. I mean, to cast it out, Lord, that you just bubble it outside of us, that it would not pass its responsibilities to another, that it would not linger or not stay in our mind, that it would not stay in our cerebral cortex. It would not stay in, in anywhere in our brain whatsoever. It would not stay in our heart, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that there would be no fear that would have a stronghold in our life anymore because there'd be your goodness. It'd be your truth, God. It'd be your truth that leads us into everything that we ought to do, that we would not be um, swayed by the, the, the things of this world. We would not be swayed by demonic influences, but the only thing that would sway us is your word and the living word of God. So, Lord, I just pray for courage. I impart courage and boldness into every single person watching this. That, Lord, that when they hear a word from you, that they would receive it, that they would hold on to it, that they would, that, like, they would sell everything. They would, like, they're, okay, Lord, you said this word. I'm going to, I'm going to give up everything and I'm going to follow this word. I'm going to, like, the world tells us, like, oh, no, don't, don't, like, put your eggs in one basket. Like, but when the Lord speaks, go, go for it, go. Go, 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 go. Use wisdom, but go. And so, Lord, I pray that we would not have that fear of missing out. Or what if, Lord, if I if I give you everything in this area, what's going to happen? We just rebuke those thoughts right now. Every single time we hear those thoughts, Lord, I pray you, you'd even rise up inside of us that that boldness to, to, to call out those thoughts and to confront them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, I pray lastly that goodness and mercy would follow us as we leave here tonight and that you would just show us, Lord, how to be thankful in the little things and in the big things constantly. And from that place of thankfulness that you lead us into a place of gravity that we would realize everything that we've been entrusted with. And Lord, that you would help us consistently on a daily basis live out the call and plans you have for life through living in discipline through relying on you, through dedicating, investing time into your kingdom first, above all else. Lord, that we would, that we would steward our time properly, that we wouldn't, that we wouldn't keep on wasting our time, that we'd redeem the time because the days are evil. We'd redeem the time because TikTok and all the other social media sites, they're getting old. They're getting old, Lord. They're getting old, Lord. They're getting old, Lord. They're not leading us into anything new. It just leads us into a repetitive cycle. So we just break off that spirit of procrastination. We are going to live in the call you have for our life because we are going to redeem the time because we are going to seek you first above all else. In the name of Jesus Christ, we praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. So, Lord, show us how we ought to steward and, and begin to bubble up the desires which you placed in our heart. How to, how to, like, what you ought to do. Because you place desires in our heart. And, Lord, help us just come to your agreement with them and, and help us just be obedient. If you want us to learn something, if you want us to do something, show us the steps on how we ought to do it. Help us not overcomplicate it. Help us not go into analysis paralysis, but help us be, be doers of the word. So, we praise you. We thank you. And, I pray your face would just shine upon everyone as they go. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 That's, that's all I got. I don't know if y'all got anything to say.